Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's Paint Film Podcast, the weekly show where we discuss smites, esports and everything related to it. My name is Darko3, your host of the Paint Film Podcast, and joining me, as per usual, is the one and only Alpha Jackal. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. It's another week of smite action and another week to just discuss it all. Discuss it all is what we do. Usually going off on major tangents. But that's that's just that's just our show, and everyone Wait, likes us. No, no, we, we're always no. on, we're always on topic, always on topic, and never going off on one. That's that's exactly. our motto. Never going off on one. Uh, but yes, this is the Pantheon Podcast, where we talk about smites and esports. Uh, we do have a few topics to talk about this week. However, it isn't that much in the grand scheme because we don't have a week for SPL. It is the bye week, but we do have some things to talk about. We will be discussing uh, the new capture the flag <laughs> mode in Nike's Valley of Victory and how we are feeling with that mode at the moment. We do have some uh, changes involved as well with uh, the SPL rosters. And that's pretty much the only things to talk about this week. We can also talk about a little bit, I guess, um, how we feel about the most recent patch. But in the grand scheme, that's that wasn't really a huge patch, was it? I don't think. Uh, no, the major thing to come out of the patch, which is the first thing we're going to be mm-hmm. discussing, is Capture the Flag game with the first of two or maybe even three adventures. And I honestly like the idea of them. I feel like they bring something new to Smite, just like um, Xingqian's Mountain and Fafnir's Winter Wonderland did. But the fact that there's been so much put into this for only four weeks worth, I can see them bringing it back at some point. Yeah, I can imagine bringing it back. I mean, the big the big thing that a lot of people are saying right now about Capture Flag, or the adventures in general, is possibly get rid of Match of the Day. Oh, that's the thing I've been suggest. That's the thing I suggested as well is yeah. get rid of match of the day and put in a monthly rotation of the Smite Adventures, however many there will be. Yeah. Xing Chen's Mountain and Fafnir's Winter Wonderland. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Possibly bring back domination. Hashtag bring back domination. Maybe if that if that's going to be a Smite Adventure, we could. Oh, I'd love it if they did that. Domination was such a fun mode. <laughs> Most people sucked at it, but it was so fun. Um, yeah. I mean, we've we've got a big concern though with with the CTF mode. Is have you seen how many different normal modes there are now in Smite? Yeah, like match of the day and siege are now just pushed down. You, where can't, you can't see, even them. see them. You can't see them. But you've got the adventure arena, joust, conquest, clash, assault, match of the day, and siege. And yeah. then you've got the free ranked modes. There's so many. There's so many modes. This player base is just being so split. My issue with this is the fact that. Match of the Day and Siege are meant to be fun, casual game modes. Mm. But you can't enjoy fun, casual game modes if the player base isn't big enough. And the fact that they're down below, we have to scroll, where most yeah. people won't know to scroll. Yeah. You're not going to get good players in those games. You're not going to get good matches. No. it's and I've noticed this a lot with Siege lately, is that there's a lot of tryhards in there. A lot of four-man, everyone with rank X gods trying their hardest, and one team just not bothering. So, I don't know. I, don't, it's, I think it's low with the quality of the others, but the, but the Capture the Flag mode itself, I'm really torn on as well. Mm. Like, it's it, it was fun for me for the first few games, but then I we like I think a lot of people realised that whoever catch it gets the first flag essentially wins, mm-hmm. because you can just drag it out for 12 minutes. Because if you've got one of the tankiest people on holding the flag, and you can build so tanky in this mode, it's ridiculous. Like if you're if you're one of the tanky people and you're holding the flag, they have to invest so much into killing you. 
So. Yeah. I remember, like, me and quite a few of the Cyclone players just queued up as a five-man, and to actually get one of the achievements, um, which I'm, was... I'm guessing the one... it's the Catch It In 30 Seconds one? No, no, that one's quite easy to get. Oh, okay. uh, I've been struggling with that one personally. The but... one, the one which, the one which is a real pain to get is the one where you have to capture the flag in overtime. Oh, I actually managed to get that. Hmm. Like it turns out, even if you're two and three, um, yeah. you'd think that'd be game end, wouldn't you? Because there's two and three, but, but that if puts you... you into overtime. But if you've got both flags being held, no, if the if it's the team that has two points has the other team's flag, then this game still goes on. Ah. Because there's an opportunity for them to capture still. Okay, that makes sense. That makes uh, sense. But we we legitimately had to just pretty much, quote, troll, end quote, for the first ten minutes of the game by not capturing the flag. Yeah. And, and just, then hope. Def- just defending consistently. Does, does that give it to everyone, or just the one that captures the Just flag? the one player, so Jeez. we have to do it five times. Jeez. I have to say, the easiest achievement to get is get flagged. Yeah. Because you just do 502 damage. It doesn't matter how tanky you are. If you're hit in the face by that flag, you you are, like, I've had a Loki try and beat me as a Hercules, and I'm there with the flag, and I hit him three times and he's dead. It's actually crazy. Like, it's so easy to get that achievement, but you feel like a badass. Yeah. Like, you know, remember Halo, in the old Halo yeah. days, where you used the flag and you just punch someone in the face of it? It's like that. Yeah. It's like that. It's so cool. It's 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 kind, it's kind of cool, but but the diffi- the difficulty in some of these achievements to get, especially when you're not in a five man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think that some of the stuff they didn't think out, think through fully. I mean, it's it's a fun mode, but there are certain parts of it which just drain the fun. Oh, definitely. Um, if like if you're not five manning, chances are you're only going to get somebody who's doesn't know the game mode or mm. will just pick up a god that you pick up a god that you wanted to play yeah and do infinitely worse at it than you yeah yeah like we had um i think i was playing i played with blur a couple nights ago and we had um we would have been fine but you you kind of need two tanky people ideally you want the hercules and the emir to be pretty tanky because if you can't kill them then the enemy team has a hard time the issue arises when the enemy team is semi-competent and your Amir builds damage. Mm-hmm. Because they'll go in. If they grab the flag, they'll melt. If they go into attack, they melt. Because they've got an Artemis, a Loki, and an Anubis. <laughs> which is a, which are essentially late game now. So... Yeah. The five... How do you... How did they choose the five gods? I believe they just chose ones which... Uh... Were frustrating to play with the other team having CC immunity. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Because if, if you really think about it, Anubis, if somebody has purification, then it just makes your single target stun useless. Tusky yeah. becomes. Useless. Traps, useless, oh. yeah. Okay. Actually, I did notice one thing they did with um, CC immunity. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, if you've got an Artemis, you, if, if you're the Artemis or you, whatever, you put the traps on the flag. Um, and if you have a Magi's Blessing, you can just step mm. on the traps and you'll be fine. Thing yeah. is, if you have CC immune, you can't pick up the flag. Yeah. And I, I actually quite like that way of doing it. Because it means you can't just walk through, grab the flag, and carry on in your merry way. But you're, yeah. not, you're also so slow carrying that flag. 
And I also think the reason that they've got like Artemis and Ymir is just for area denial with the walls and mm. the traps, just to try and force like some form of defense. Yeah. And without any of them having a dash, it means that catching up to the flag carrier is going to be a bit more of a pain. Yeah. Yeah. So having us, I guess having a slow flag carrier makes it a bit easier. But... Yeah. But that forty percent damage buff as well. Holy crap! Oh. Have you seen that on the Nubis? Yeah. Jeez. No, I've I've done I've done it on Loki. Like that's okay. That's pretty bad too. <laughs> I've done it, I've done it on Loki with a full crit build. Like Jeez. after extensive 95%, sorry, ninety five percent crit chance with Titan's main was hilarious. Uh, just pick up a speed boost, pick up the rev buff, and you've got more movement speed than somebody with boost, that's, and that's you just ridiculous. kill it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, I did. I did test for for great justice um, whether red buff makes your flag hits more powerful. Yeah. No, it does not. Well, I imagine so because well, it it's... changes it from fucking five hundred true damage to what six hundred, seven hundred, seven hundred true damage per hit. So, <laughs> but it doesn't do that for for good reason, I reckon. Yeah. If you can two hit the Loki. <laughs> Instead of free hitting Veloki, you have to two hit Veloki. You know. Your attack speed on the flag is really low. Yeah. Also, if it, I, it, I don't, I don't know if it's meant to be like this. If you hold down left click, you only swing once. Oh, I also had like one of the best things happen to me in terms of the flag carrier. Oh yeah. Um, I bopped a Hercules with the flag. Yeah. Um, and he stunned me with a Mazula Discord, and then when I got back out from the stun, like after a split second, I was then able to immediately auto attack again. So I basically auto attack cancelled with the flag. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Um, that's the, that's the annoying part if you're using Mantle because you stun them for a shorter time than the cooldown of the basics, but it resets their basic. Yeah. Um, basic timer. So if you, if you're not careful, you can actually get yourself killed with a Mantle Discord proc. Hmm. Yeah. It's cool though. I I, I like the, yeah. the, the, the where we've done the mode is pretty cool. There are certain things which I don't know if they should have left them in. Um, but I'm putting in the grand scheme. It's it's pretty cool. And if if they're gonna be like this, I think if they think about what's coming in the next one a little bit more, because there are certain parts of this which are pretty damn frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, like sh- I honestly think that at, at a certain point, what they should have done was if the flags have been held for X amount of time and no one knows where the flag carrier is, it should show them on the map. You I'm... know, just to, just to encourage people fighting a bit more. And if your games are devolving into two teams just holding the enemy flags in each other's bases mm. for five minutes without fighting, then people are playing the game over. Or they're trying. Or one team is just fully defending and the other team is trying to attack like crazy. But... I don't know. It's it's a strange one. I don't know how it could have been, how it could work, how it can be changed or whatever. Because mm. it's it, again, it, if you're playing, if you're playing like me and playing almost entirely with randoms, you've got the the big issue of you've got randoms. Yeah. And like I always say, a potato is still a potato. It doesn't doesn't matter how many potatoes you've got. You know, you can't you can't carry that many potatoes. They're like a sack of potatoes. A two ton sack of potatoes is most teams. Yep. Yep. So, but it's cool on the whole. I am liking the changes. Yeah, I Although, like I, I like the game mode yeah. a, a lot, and 
I would like to see it return when it goes mm. away at some point, like in that match they change, which people have been suggesting. Yeah. I would like uh, it would be nice. It would be nice to see these. It would be, because they put a lot of effort into doing these adventures for four weeks worth of mm. like playtime. Yeah. And then there's a two week cooldown before then the next one comes out. Yeah. Do, you, do we know if they're introducing more skins with the next one? Because uh... we know that we've got two skins available at the moment to purchase yeah. with the key. But you only get one gold key, so you can only choose one of them. And then the next bundle you get another gold key, but are they going to introduce two more skins to pick from? No, they won't introduce two more skins. I think their plan was to have three skins over the three adventures. Okay. So I don't then, know when they're going to be releasing the third one, though. I would imagine it's going to be this uh, upcoming adventure. Okay, wouldn't wouldn't the Nike skin count? Maybe, but... I don't but know. Then if you buy all three bundles, you've got a wasted key. No, I don't think the Nike skin would count. No. Like, I think I think each mode is going to have, like, their, uh, like, quote, leading god, end quote. Knight's Valley of Victory, Xing Chen's Mountain. Ah, Fafnir's Wonderland. Wonderland. Okay. So I think the next one, like, whatever it's going to be, will yeah. have a signature god, and they're going to make a skin for that god with it. That would be pretty cool. That's cool. I mean, the Nike skin in the hole, that's, I'm going to take a quick look at the Nike skin, actually, while I've got, while I've got the thing open. She has a flag. She does have a flag. Actually, have you seen? Have you used the flag emote yet? No, I've not. It's weird. I thought the flag was. Oh, she actually does use a flag instead of her spear. Um, like the flag. I thought the flag would appear in the ground next to me, and I'd hold it or something. It mm. doesn't. It flies about five feet above your head, and stabs into an invisible floor. So I've got the impact extra. Because I killed someone with a flag. I haven't got the easy or the wings yet. But it just impacts into an invisible ground. Causes cracks everywhere. And just flags. That's all it does. Doesn't wave or anything. I was hoping it would be like your character would hold it. And do stuff with it. Based on based on what your um, modifiers are for it. So if you've got the flag normally. You just hold the flag up. With yeah. impact you thrust the flag into the floor. Stuff like that. But it doesn't Ooh, appear... Nice doesn't appear they've done that. <laughs> Which is a shame. It's a shame. I feel they could have done a lot more of that flag emote, but I don't know. But Nike skin looks pretty cool though. It's like she's wearing a full bodysuit. Yeah, I like I like the Nike skin. It's not a tier two skin. What's with her face same... though? Yeah, it's it, it's a tier three skin in my eyes. But can, it, it's a it. it's a well done tier three skin. Yeah. Actually there is one thing I don't like about her skin. What? Her face. I don't... I'm not sure what they were going for with the face. It doesn't look like Nike. And she's got the, the hair issue, like old, old arachne. Like, it's not flowing hair like you'd expect. It's like painted on hair. I mean, like what they did with the uh, uh, Space Noir skin. Space Noir, what the painted on skin. Well, painted, painted, on, painted, hair. painted like the... on hair. I'm just looking at that skin as well now. You can probably hear me clicking a little bit. I'm sorry for those of you who can hear me clicking. It's very difficult to not have the clicking sounds going on in the background. Mm. But Yeah, that sort of hair. Yeah, you're right. It is like a painted... It's it's like a... It's not flowing hair. It's just painted hair. And I'm not mm. sure how I feel about that sort of hair, you know? It, it feels lazily done, but... Um, but spe back, speaking back on skins, which of the... Um, which of the... 
adventure skins did you pick up? I picked up the Guan Unicorn skin. Of course, of course. Who didn't? Who did? Uh, I, 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 I said I was going to pick up Susano, but the Guan. I heard someone used the uh, the Guan Yu voice pack for it, and his 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 I'm the greatest. I'm a wizard. Exactly. I'm like, how high is Guan? How high is this guy right now? <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear Guan Yu say, I'm a wizard? Throughout the entire damn game. Yeah. It's like, but, uh, there's, uh, there are certain gods which have obnoxious lines in their voice pack. You've oh, got, you've got Anne Her, you are fabulous, which is possibly one of the greatest voice lines in the game. Uh, you've got, uh, for those of you who don't have this god, I feel bad for you. Uh, it is the Archon Thanatos with his um, his woohoo is rejoice. I love that. Tr- I love that line. Trust me, I have I have a friend of mine who will literally go through every single skin, yeah, and find the most obnoxious voice line and just spam that. <laughs> if you're playing Radathaska with the Fenrir skin, do you yep. know what the most obnoxious line is in that? Defend middle lane. Yeah, it is. A lot of people say it's defend gold fury, but. I haven't. Heard, I don't. You don't hear the defend gold fury line very often in any game. Yeah, it's not not a line you hear. But you don't hear defend a specific thing very often. No. With the VGS, the options are there. You just never hear them. You never. You ne- no one ever uses them. Well, why why would people need to use them when they're just BMing you inside their own mind? Ah, uh, fair point. They're, yeah. they're feeding their own ego, Dark Knight. Yeah. This is exactly what online games are for. Why are these guys not defending the objective? They should know to defend this objective. Exactly. They're thinking, right, you guys go defend, go die for me, I'm a stay in lane. I'm a stay in lane. Yeah, I'm, with the burp as well. I'm gonna I'm uh, I'm keep feeding my brains out. Exactly. Yeah, man. Well, I'm gonna keep eating up all these minions. <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah. What have you got a comfort car in mid lane? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, my god. Some, some of the people you see in games are really, really worrying me. They really worry me, some of the people we see. Yeah, like there are, there are videos going up of me and Blur playing ranked, and I, I seriously recommend you go and watch them because you've got the two types of ranked player in our party alone. You've got the optimist who's there like, don't worry, it'll be okay. We've got a late game comp. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. D- Dark, shut up. I'm, I'm, and you just got me on the other end, just going, no, we've lost. Look at it. We're, our solo lane is zero and fifteen. Come on, we've lost this game. Just surrender and go to the next one. It's like the two sides. Mm. I'm so salty playing ranked. <laughs> so salty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Everyone gets salty playing ranked. It's the whole idea of ranked is just to build up the salt, so therefore you can then turn that into glorious ego to feed yourself. Have you seen the statistics of who's in what here? Uh, is it pretty much everybody is in Diamond 1 slash Masters? There then... are three people in Bronze 5. Yep. It's... What? There are three people in Bronze... The biggest thing that we noticed fairly recently about Bronze 5 as well is... I'm just going to quickly look in there. And I don't know how this is possible. Okay, oh, there are two people in Bronze 5 now. Someone actually managed to get out. Um, there's a person who's got one win and 21 losses who has 37 TP. How do how do they have thirty seven TP? Well, they probably started out from zero ten qualifiers going into you know diamond two because everybody goes into diamond two for some I, reason. I didn't. I went into plat four. And this is just an example. Okay. Uh, 
But they, they, they then kept on losing. They then realized, right, we should put him down a few more. And, you know, when you go down a division, you don't immediately go to zero points in that division. Oh, do you Stay not? On. Okay. No. I've, so, seen, I've never been demoted, so I don't know. Well, now that now it's a, like a um, constant scale. Yeah. So if you dip below zero from, uh, say, Diamond 2, you then go on to like 98 in Diamond 3. Ah, uh, okay. There is a chance that you can drop further down, though, isn't there? There is a chance if you've played extremely poorly and Hyrus have gone tiss, tiss, tiss. Well, it's more you've still got a lot of variance when you've only, you've only just been placed. You've got a lot of variance in your scores, mm. still, haven't you? It doesn't know where to place you fully. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, I still think ranked is a bit weird at the moment. Hmm. Placing people in diamond, I'm not keen on, personally. I still think we should have kept it so that you're placing gold or lower. Well, don't forget, they're doing this now as... Well, doing ranked right now in line with the SPL splits. Mm. So there's only really 70, maybe in 60 days left of this split. And then you've got to qualify again, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, kill me now. <laughs> so, so many qualifiers. So obviously they want people to reach and play in the division that they are supposed to be in as quickly as possible. Yeah. Which is why they removed the uh, hard cap from qualifying of gold one. Okay. So that, people that can makes... get to where they are as quickly as possible. That makes some sense. But the issue is they backfired it massively. Yeah, yeah. Like there are people who have been bronze for the entire time who are now in diamond. It's like yeah. how how does that happen? But anyway, we went majorly off topic from what we were supposed to like we were saying right at the start of this show, but you know, we never go off topic. We never go off topic. And we're we've British, gone, we're sarcastic. We've gone from capture the flag to skins to ranked. Yeah. And that wasn't even meant to be our top just any of our discussion topic for today. <laughs> Well, if we're going to be talking about ranked, we've got to talk about Masters players, and who's better than Masters players than the SPL players? Oh, yeah. Most of these guys are in Grandmaster, too. Grandmaster yeah, and Master, go. yeah. There you go. There's, there's your segue. On to the next topic. Nice segue, AJ. You see, you're the segue guy. I make very bad segues. Or segues. Uh, segues. God. End me. End me. Does, that's how I spell Segu. Elevate! Uh, I've decided to make some roster changes uh, going into this week's games. Mm. Uh, they've already played both of them, and they've done extremely well in both of those games, might I add. Especially their new solo laner, No Numbers, mm. formerly of New Game Plus. Uh, he's moved up to the SPL, replacing Mogao, who is no longer on the roster. And Nalissa, a surprise absentee from SPL rosters this split up until now, is going to be re replacing Blizzard, who is now the substitute for Elevate. Mm. That's, I think both of those are good pickups. Both of those are fantastic. They pickups. showed they showed it as well in this week's SPR matches. Hmm. Like these, the elevate is now definitely a force to be reckoned with. A major, a major force in the SPL now. Um, yeah. Nudis has always proven that she's a really good player, um, and it's good to see her back in a team. Um, and no numbers. Like I know I keep say, saying this, but it's awesome to see no numbers go, come to this level of play. Like we've we've kind of seen his growth, and it's good. Yeah. It's good to have seen this growth. Like I know I, I don't know if any of you guys have heard this before. Some of you may have if you've been listening to older shows. But no numbers used to be an old staple in EGL, uh, which we used to cast, and it's it. He then went into challenges, and it's now very nice to see him in the SPL. So I've got to say, big congrats to no numbers. Big congrats. Yeah, he's a phenomenal player, yes. and if he continues on his growth as he has done already, and keeps the same pace of it. At this point next year, I am confident that he will be the best solo laner in the world. Really? 
Better than Variety? Better than Variety. Better than Baskin? Better than Baskin. Well, Baskin's mid. He's mid now, but, you know, he's a solo <laughs> laner at heart. You know no, he'll, he'll stay mid, because he enjoys playing with the uh, Luminosity guys. Yeah. Luminosity is a really good team at the moment, too. Yeah. They're playing really well. Like, yeah. we've got so many teams now with... We've got some amazing rosters, and I don't like. If we look at all the results that have been happening mm. fairly recently, it's. I don't know who's going to come out on top in, in any region at the moment. In NA and EU, I have no clue who's going to be top. Cause, no. Because everything can be flipped on its head, and we've seen it constantly. My FP. Holy crap, my FP is all over the place. <laughs> like, I have so many zeros where things have split where you wouldn't have expected them to split, or the team which you would have considered being a lower team has actually won, and you're like, what is this? What is this season? There's so much up in the air, and there's so much variance in your teams. It's so good to watch, though. Yeah, we just, uh, we need to start seeing the lower end teams. Mm. play like they do outside of the SPL. Including Sanguine? Including Sanguine, yeah. Okay. Because they've actually been incredibly good in scrims. Mm. But it's not performing when yeah. it comes to the SPL stuff. The actual SPL yeah. match. So it's not, they're not, they've got the skills, but it's not able to perform when the need arises. Yeah, exactly. Um... And that's to be expected with a team with a couple of SPL uh, new bloods. Yeah. Uh, especially when one of them is the main shot caller, I think. Anyway. Mm. I mean, I could be I could be wrong in saying Deathmancer's a shot caller. It could be somebody else. It could be Nico in the ADC position. Mm. It could be uh, anybody really. It could I mean, even be Getfisher. You'd usually expect the support to be the shot caller. Yeah. You? Based on a lot of teams, a lot of teams have the support as. The support is actually involved in a lot of fights, and they'll generally mm. be the shot caller based on them being involved to such an extent. So yeah, whether it is, and I think there are one or two teams where it's not the support, isn't it? Where the support is the captain, but the shot callers are someone else. I can't think of any offhand though. No, I can't think of any either. No, it's careless for shot caller for your team. I mean, that's that's giving away stuff. Ah, uh, am I not allowed to know that? No, the, the the public aren't. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Do I, do I count as public? Yes. Ah, oh, really? I'm not a personality. I'm Joe Public. And, Hi. I mean, get get more than a thousand Twitter followers, and we'll talk. Uh, look, you don't have a thousand Twitter followers, do you? I have one thousand six hundred. When did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it went for ages of me having more Twitter followers than anyone else for each year, and then you go and overtake me, you bitch. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is this? I guess you are an SPL coach. But, you know, gah. And all these retweets you do for me as well, and I don't get any new followers from it. Gah. The people are fickle. The people are fickle. So, Who else is fickle? Who? Frezzy. Ah, oh, nice segue. Ah, uh, that, that segue. Frezzy. Um, <laughs> he's making some headlines this week. Um, most of them on tombstones, I would like to say. <laughs> Uh, because he has been dying a hell of a lot in this week's SPL. He has. Like, I don't. I don't know what's going on. Like, um, what was it yesterday? Was it them versus? Was it Valence they were playing against? Yeah. Okay. And so holy crap! Quickly, I'm going to quickly go through his uh, slash lines from the four games he played this okay. week. 
Alright, so versus Cyclone, game one, 5 3 18 on Hercules support. They won that game. Okay. Game two, you miss support, 0 10 and 3. Jeez. 19 minutes. Uh, the games against Balance, first game, Sylvanas, 0 8 2, including one of the best first bloods I think I've ever seen. That was Balance. an amazing first blood. Wow. Uh, I can't believe it. I first. don't even. I how did like I missed the first part, the like the first cup, the first twenty seconds or something. How did that setup happen? Uh, like what were say, they doing in that position? Basically, Frenzy and Flurikyu were like, okay, we have Sylvanas Medusa, we have push. Let's go up to the tower, clear out the wave as quickly as possible, and then go invade buffs. Okay. But of course, Fumble and Big Man Tings are like, no, we know what you want to do. You're going to be pushing up straight up into that tower. We're going to push you into it and then kill you. That was such a clever realisation. Like, the, the, the ability to spot that that's exactly what the enemy team wanted to do. And then, just the, the sound of mind to just go, okay, we're going to kill him. Just push him under the tower. Like, you, I think at a certain point, you've got to have a certain level of respect for your opponent to not do something like that. You've got mm -hmm. the clear, sure, but why go balls deep? You never go balls deep when you've got an Anher on the enemy team. Yeah. Let's push you into it. It's ridiculous. So what was the slash line for the next match in that? And of course, his final game, uh, he was playing Kepri support 0, 4, and 3. So overall, he go kills in the one game he won. Mm. Everywhere else, he died a collective 22 times. Jeez. 25 if you include that first game against Cyclone. That's crazy. That's actually, oh. that's actually crazy. Over a total game time of basically an hour and a half. I, I think I would be I would be more forgiving for a support based but based on assists because as a support, your your job is to support your team and to save your team by dying if need be. That I get. Okay, in the game, in the three games which he lost, which would take him about an hour, he got eight assists. That's not enough for dying that many times. I would expect at least 20 assists. Hmm. Like, I'd expect you to get two assists per death or something. Like, come on. Like, that's ridiculous. That's actually... I, I don't know if I can actually forgive that sort of slash line. It's... Cause as, a, as a support main player, it, it hurts me to see slash lines that... I don't know. As a support, generally you want to go 0-0 zero, zero and like a ton of assists. Your deaths can be forgiven, but that is not enough assists. That's really not enough assists. It, it's just like, not. It's just it's nowhere near good enough if they want to be challenging for some of the top spots in the yeah, year. Yeah, that's actually ridiculous. Like it's downside as well as it brings down the rest of that team. Because hmm. the rest of that team is playing really well. Yeah, it's just frizzy. I, I do. I don't know. Does it sound like the the world's effect kicking in again? I don't think it is. I honestly think that he, for one of the games, uh, like the second one against Cyclone, he was just playing aggressive too much, uh, and it didn't know when to stop. Yeah, there comes a point in a game where aggressive playstyles don't work, isn't it? Yeah, and you like you he, need to switch. Like, he was playing Ymir support, a god with no mobility whatsoever. Yeah. And he decided to solo invade a speed buff when he was already when he already died three times. It's not a good idea. 
No, we got... What awards? Uh, I think they awarded, but even so, the second that he was shown on the map of the speed buff, boom, four-man rotation over to him, kill him. Yeah, sounds about right. I don't know, man. Like, I we we know that Frezzy's it isn't there. We we know it. We've seen him play well. But the level of consistency we're getting at the moment, I'm concerned. Like, I, I know I'm asking you this question as the coach as of Soclone, but if Callus was to be given getting both slash lines and matches, would would you not be talking to him? Oh, there'll be a Inquisition style talk. <laughs> The Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, no, but Frezzy's the Polish Inquisition, isn't he? Oh, God. Frezzy would need the Polish Inquisition because he's from Poland. No? no I, think Fre- I think Frezzy needs an exorcism at this point just to expel <laughs> those demons. <laughs> what, you get the feeling that if, if they play over him at land, like, he'll sit up in his chair, his head will spin all the way around, and he'll vomit all over the screen. Like the exorcist level stuff. Maybe not that far. <laughs> But I need, there's something going on there. Yeah, something has to change in the yeah. playstyle. Yeah. I mean, the... when we first realised that Frezzy was the one being picked up for, for Lion Guard, well, it was Novus at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Like, we did have questions. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of people had questions um, based on his SPL performance. And he's shown that he's a good, he's a good support, but there are certain things which I, I don't know how his mind I don't know what's going on in his mind or what his mindset is or in half of these games but there are certain things which you start asking questions like the positioning he's getting um there are big talks in the general community of not being able of people not being able to play from behind like the general player base can't and it seems that Frezzy struggles with that as well I'm not sure what your opinion on that is I think Whenever he gets behind, he continues his aggressive playstyle just to try and force his team and force his way back into parity. Mm. So therefore, he can continue that aggressive playstyle. Does that work, but though? It works if he goes unpunished. If he continues playing aggressively, he doesn't get punished for it, mm. then it works. But you consistently punish him, you consistently put him down, it just ends up backfiring to the point where not even four Fed members of Lion Guard can carry him. No. That's a shame, though. That is a shame. Shame. Um, What what position are are, um, Lion Guard at the moment? Uh, I believe they're fourth. Like, they're tied fourth with energy. And that's something I never thought I'd hear. No. (laughs) (laughs) What? Lion Guard being that high or energy being that low? A a little column A, a little column B. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, this alone shows just how crazy EU has been, especially. Yeah, like it is ridiculous how close everything is, and when you realise as well that it's Valence and Dig that are pulling away in EU. That's Valence, the crazy Dig, part. Valence, Dig, and Obey are the three teams that are really pulling ahead of the pack mm. as the top three. They're slowly pulling away, aren't they? They're slowly pulling away, but there's enough of a gap between those teams and the rest of the five that you're going. Right, the rest of the five, they can hope for fourth place, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose moving on from being carried on to a slightly different topic in the same area of esports, it's a bit of a week of controversy yet again. This time, though, it's surrounding the conditions for a game ending. 
Uh, as you're probably well aware on Twitter, Dignitas versus Sanguine Game 1 wasn't the Game 1 that they experienced. And I'll get into that in just a second, but right now there are rules set in place to determine whether a game that crashes it has been won by a certain team or not. Yeah. And those conditions are two Phoenixes have to be down, you have to be 12,000 gold in the lead, and you must have at least one tower in each lane still standing. Yeah. I mean, this is sort of like a grey area, though, with the first one of those conditions. Yeah. I mean, the, the Phoenix... Was it two Phoenixes down? Two Phoenixes have to be down. Right. Now, that doesn't fully specify whether it means two Phoenixes have to be down at that physical point, or if you have had two Phoenixes down. Because technically when a phoenix respawns, it's a weakened phoenix, isn't it? Yeah, it so. has lower HP to begin with. It goes back up over time. I believe this has half its original protections. Mm. So does that still count? Because they've taken two phoenixes down. Well, if we're going to be looking at the situation between Dig and Sanguine, then the answer is no, that does not count. Because uh, Legal's Variety managed to take a screenshot of the, of the game before the lobby is just crashed. Uh, they were 18 kills to 1 up. They had pretty much destroyed every single tower in the game. Uh, they had pretty much all of theirs still standing. Uh, two Phoenixes had been taken, but I believe one of them had respawned. Yeah. Which is where this grey area of the rule has now come up into a major point of discussion. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the... Because at that point, I, I don't, is there anything that Sanguine could have done to come back from that match? No. No <laughs> chance. Not. No chance in hell. There was, like, no damage to Diggs Towers. They just wiped the floor with Sanguine in that match, didn't they? And yeah. now... Well, probably that wouldn't have been a great match to watch. You would have just seen a steamroll. But that still means that Dig played well for that match. And technically would have won that. But because of the ruling saying that they have to have two Phoenixes down when the server goes down, they didn't get that win. Because the Phoenix had respawned. Uh, just so everybody else out there is on the same page, uh, Dig wasn't the only team that had this problem. Like, they were the only ones who had to have this ruling effectively used. Uh, the... the Three other games going on at the same time, and all of them had their lobbies crash at the same time as well. Yeah. The issue being is that those games were still in the balance, still starting up, or were at a point where the rule was effectively enforced. Well, actually, the, none of them were at a place where the rule was effectively enforced. Every other game was at a point where both teams could still win it. Yeah. So Dig was the only one majorly affected by it, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. They look like they should have lost game one on the actual stream as well. Yeah. Like, that was a different Sanguine that we saw that game. Mm. But then they did the same old Sanguine thing of not being able to finish in time. Dignitas came back into fights, and they rightfully won the first game. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still... It's still like, I'm, I'm guessing with that first... With, that, with the first match that we saw being after the one that was actually like reset. I'm I'm guessing that that knocked them a bit. You know, like you've you've kind of lost your groove because you've had to restart things. 
I, I, do, I don't know. I don't. I never had that happen to me personally, so I don't know what it feels like when you're a pro team playing another pro team and then decimating your opponent, and you be told, "Oh, yeah, that didn't count." You know, that's got to, that's got to hit you somehow. It def. I think it definitely hurt them because they were playing at a place where they were. Uh... So they weren't playing it the same way that they usually do. Yeah, it wasn't the same dig we've come to see this, this yeah. split, really, was it? No. It's a shame. It's a shame, but they still they still did well. We got, we got both both matches. We yeah, got they still, the set two zero. So they still won. Yeah. But it wasn't the cleanest win, and that's that's gonna affect them a slight bit. Yeah. I mean, like, not... I've got the screenshot up right now, and the Phoenix literally only just respawned when the. Uh, when the games crashed. <laughs> That's the unfortunate part, isn't it? So if it if it had crashed like five seconds earlier, yeah, they would have got the win. Exactly. That's ridiculous. That's actually that, ridiculous. That, that, there you go. There's a screenshot. What have you sent it to me? Yeah. Where did you send it? Oh, there you sent it. Yeah. So, yeah, that Phoenix has literally just respawned, doesn't it? Pretty much, it's respawned. It's ticked back up from its 500 HP respawn to 556. Yeah, that's been up for less than 15 seconds. So that that really should yeah no towers. Wow, they really were dominating that match. They taken next to no tower damage whatsoever. That's crazy. Hold on, wait. They were 20k up in 23 minutes. Yep. What? And they were forced to replay that game because of high res wounds. What? That's actually ridiculous. <laughs> but you can understand that. Like, if you're 18 kills to 1, 20k gold up at 23 minutes, and then you get told that didn't count, that's going to sting and that's going to affect your playing. Seriously. What the hell? What the hell? That's actually... I feel really bad for Dig because of that. Yeah. But I guess that that's what brought Sanguine to play harder in the second game. Or the first game, I guess. Well, think about it like this. They got, they got ahead in that game because they had certain strategies revolving around the gods that they picked. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't have picked them again in the second game unless they knew that they could pull off the exact same thing. And if they couldn't, because the enemy team's already seen it. Exactly. Mm. They So, in the replay, they probably went and had to do something which they weren't familiar with, weren't practicing in the previous weeks. Yeah. Would they, whilst, have, would they have had Sanguine. to pick the same gods? Yeah, they had to pick the same gods, had to do the same bands as well. While Sanguine, since they got off to a bad start, they could just retry the same start mm. and it goes a different way for them, which it did. See, that's that's a remarkably unfair part, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you use a strat, which no one's seen before, to try and, you know, to get the advantage. It works, and then you get told, oh yeah, you have to go back to the beginning. And you're like, but but they've seen the strat. They know exactly what we're going to do. So... You know what this reminds me of, though? What's that? It reminds me of uh, the controversy at DreamHack. Um, I think it was... Uh, it, was definitely, it was the last time American versus the Brazilian team. I can't remember one of them. I know the other mm. one was Red Cannons. And their game was off to a great start uh, for one of the teams. And about 10, 15 minutes into it, boom, just dies. Completely. Completely dies. And one of the teams, they were significantly far ahead. Like, they were absolutely dominating the game. Mm. And after about 
30 minutes, an hour, they had to remake the game. They had to restart from the beginning. Despite that's... the fact that they, despite the fact that they were so clearly going to win that game, yeah, that's that's so like you got to feel bad for teams when that happens. Like they're but so un... they're so far ahead, and then that happens. But, but unlike the dig situation in the remake, they then ended up, ended up losing that game, yeah, and being knocked out of the tournament. But that's the worst part in it, that the dreamhack yeah. situation. Like, surely you feel cheated out of a win. Like that was your win, and then. Because of technical issues, which are completely out of your hands, you end up losing. Yeah. That's so unfair. That, that is life, I guess, but... There's nothing you can do about technical issues, but it's still... I don't know. I don't, I don't I like... Is there no way that... I'm, I'm guessing there are tools that Hi-Rez has, which means it so they can start a game at a certain situation, like reset it. But maybe, maybe, and I think with these issues, it's possibly something. If they don't have it, they could possibly look into doing it. Because if if a server goes down, but you've got a game state, so you know what the game state is at that point, you could do something about that. Like put the players into a when they log in into the match or whatever, so you can like lock the game state and they can come back in or something. I'm not sure no. how it would work. I'm not sure how that would work, but... I mean, if we're going to go off that scenario, then they have to know that the server's about to crash to then get that safe state. Well, yeah. Well, no, they, they, they have got a recording of the match, though, haven't they? It or would depend on how the they? server crashes. Like, if the server crashes and they um, don't get logs of the files, then uh, they won't no, do You're right, they wouldn't have a recording of it. Because they don't record it live, do they? No. The players play the match, and then they record it we record it using the match ID. Bloody hell, that's a point. Hmm. I guess they couldn't do that then. There's no, there's no middle ground, is there really? No. You, you can't have it, it work well for everyone. There's someone that's always going to be screwed by it. And as we've seen in, in both cases, it all, it, it all, it heavily affect the, the, the team that would have won over the team that would have lost because the team that would have won then has to deal with the fact that they've lost they've lost the win mm-hmm. and the team that would have lost goes cool we've got another chance we can redo this it's like you did you see did you see that um the reaction of incon and the reaction of barracuda when the same match went because there was no. a there was a, a ranked match of incon's incon was on one team and barracuda was on the other yeah and the match just went like it just went boop, back to back to the smite home screen, mm-hmm. and uh, Incon is like his team's about to win, and he just rolls down in his seat going ah smite sucks, and then you've got the Barracuda whose whose team is about to lose, and Barra's just like yay the entire time. <laughs> it's like a, a thirty second yay because the server went so my longest year ever the longest year boy. But yeah, that's that's a similar thing, isn't it? Yeah. Incom was about to win. He got cheated out of the win, and he was majorly hit by it. it Barracuda was on the losing side, was about to lose, but didn't get a loss, mm. and was happy about it. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. <sighs> you right? Sighing there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, some things are just out of Hyrus's control, but yeah. they're still gonna get the slack from them anyway. Yeah. 
Hamasa's always going to get hit by these things, isn't that, Mobo? Yeah. The thing, the thing is, I think the, the issue with Smite at the moment is there's a reason, there's a joke among the entire community going, don't worry, boys, Smite is still in beta. Because we've got server issues still three years after release. Is three years after release? Uh, launched almost in 2014. Yeah, so it is three years. Yeah. yeah, so it's been three years after release. We've still got server issues. We've still got client issues. Like, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Like, me and Blair were trying to play a ranked game yesterday. And we got into picks and bans. And he couldn't see anything. Nothing was appearing. And then it said that he's left the lobby. So he got deserter. And lost TP. And, like, a, 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 a rank loss. Just, just because the server—not the server, but the client—screwed up. Hmm. And again, it's, it's it's something that hits us, and it's like, oh, don't worry, it'll happen to everyone at some point. But sometimes it doesn't. It's just yeah. annoying. It's just annoying. But there's—is—is is there anything that Hi-Res can do about it? Like, don't think so. No, I mean the client has had issues for a while. Whether that changed, but the the issue with for changing any client things is that you change one thing and fifty other things pop up. So that one one major bug on the wall, one major bug, you take it down, fix it up, 12 major bugs on the wall. You're like, okay. Mm. But it's unfortunate, but there's nothing we can do about it. There you go. We've gone on about the same thing for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Saying the same thing over and over. Yeah, that's good. So there's nothing else really to talk about. No, this, I think, I think that's, there's not much left, is there? I mean, no. has, has anything from 4.3 really changed? Changed anything in the game for you? No, not really. I've seen a bit more Soul. I've seen more people playing Soul this past week. But that's about it. Hmm. I think people have seen the Radiance buff and gone, oh my god, that's going to do so much. And then realised, no, it doesn't. Because you see her, I've seen her in like one or two games, which is more than I've seen her in the past Fortnite. But... Okay then, I think... I think we're getting. This is a short episode this week, then, guys. Yeah. Um. It's. Uh, I. I blame SPL for not having a week four, so we can't really talk about uh, talk about our predictions. Um. I think we've said a lot about our predictions in in general. It's very difficult to pick who's going to be in, in what position. Um. Mm. There are certain teams which you think are safe bets, and then they go and split it or lose it. So, I'm looking at you, Energy. Stop. Stop <laughs> losing, Energy. Stop losing. You're costing me FP every week. It's ridiculous, mm. my FP. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Um, please do check out the uh, Twitter account for the Pantheon Podcast at Pantheon Podcast. Let us know if there's anything you would like to us like to see us discuss on the show. Anything you want to ask us, or you want us to ask you any questions, you know, we'll, we'll do whatever you want. It is a relative, it's relatively active if you tweet at us. So there's there's that. Uh, I've been Darko Free, the host of the Pantheon Podcast. You can check me out on Twitter at Darko Free and on uh, Twitch Darko Free as well. I'm pretty easy to find. As as for always, as for, as for always, as for always, <laughs> as per usual, I've been joined by Alpha Jackal. You can find him on Twitter at Alpha Jackal and on Twitch Alpha Jackal One. Always remember yeah, that one; a... it's very important. It's it's another guy called Alpha Jackal on Twitch. Yeah. So don't don't follow Alpha Jackal because you won't be following AJ. You'd be following some random guy who's who's not the coach of Cyclone. I forgot the team's name for a second now. I'm sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But yes, hopefully you enjoyed the show, guys. And uh, I think that's us. That'll be uh, goodbye from me, Dark Eye Free. Let's give a goodbye from me, Alpha Jackal. Goodbye.
，拜拜。